On today's episode, we talk about two films that will give you bigger trust issues than you already have. I'm Noah Jansen. I'm Eliza Jansen. I'm Meg Jansen. And this is Twin Picks. Gosh, I love movies. To Twin Picks, the show where a pair of actual real life human twins. And also me, I'm there too. <laughs> make a double feature out of two movies that share some kind of similarity and decide which one does its job better. My sisters, here we are. Macbeth. I'm not cult members. Yeah. We are actually related. My brethren. Uh, very exciting. Yes, well. We're doing it. Inaugural episode. Yeah, Yay. off we go. Really exciting. So I think usually this is the part of the show where we would say what movies we're watching, how they relate to each other. But seeing as it is the first episode, I think we should give the people an idea of who we are, what we're doing, why we're here. Yeah. What do you reckon? Yes. <laughs> yes. We are made up of Noah, I'm Meg, and Eliza, Jensen. Right. Jensen. We are related. And we talk a lot of shit about movies. Yeah. We decide to monetize it. A whole lot. I, I just, <laughs> I was thinking, I, I see people's eyes get kind of hazy when I start yeah. to talk about films. They are yeah. glazing over. Yeah, they get really They're like, turned. oh, they're on that again. I think, Especially because yeah. people do like to talk about films, but not when someone else... Like, He's like lecturing really them. invested in it, I think, yeah. possibly. Mm. Just, yeah, we've grown up in a house where we all talk about films. And just growing up together with, like, the same frames of reference and stuff. Like, having seen all the same base movies, yeah, like musicals, totally. James Bond shit, mm. like, yeah, Disney yeah, yeah. stuff or whatever. Like, yeah, I think we're all very tuned into the same kind of movies and just love talking about it for too long. For way too long. <laughs> like, but I guess at the same time, time, I would also argue that... It's not as if we have the same taste. It's just that we yeah, yeah, yeah. sort of pick from the same no, totally, pool and yeah. we know what we're talking. Yeah. Like and when as we, we were talk talking about, each interests. Like that, like that's the thing that's going to shine through in the show is like we have very different tastes. Very different tastes. Um, and I guess and, as well the yeah. format or the structure, which Noah, you might want to explain, yeah. lends itself to that. Totally. So, hopefully. yeah, as you said, on that. So uh, we thought, you know, we have actual – we're an actual pair of twins – we were born on the 2nd of August, 1998. So, and then Eliza's here too. So we were like, we should do a show that's about movies, but that's some, in some way, like, is about us being twins and related and stuff. But uh, like, yeah, uh, again, Eliza had to come. Um, (laughs) And yeah, so the, the way the show works is, Every episode, we are going to be talking about two films that have some kind of connection. Uh, we don't want to spoil what those connections are. You'll kind of get to see that there are lots of different types of weird ways we've connected them. Um, and then we're going to have a chat about what we like about them, what we don't, and ultimately, which one does its job better. So that's the... that's the, the For what it is. For what it is. Does it succeed more than the other twin movies? Exactly. Yeah. So we could have some real hot takes. Oh, I'm yeah, very excited okay. to hear. Yeah. Yeah, learn. Indeed. I digest, know. grow, grow, <laughs> mull it over. Precisely. Um, yeah. So, what are we doing this week? For episode one, 
we were like, okay, we need to pick something that reflects the themes of the show. Duality. Um, wow. Twins. Wow. <laughs> that's about, yes. that's about it. Yeah. Double identity. Exactly. Yeah, identity. Yeah, yeah totally. Whole, Double identity, mm. that whole thing. So, Eliza, what two films are we watching today? What are our twin picks? The movies we're watching are Nancy Myers' The Parent Trap. <gasps> <laughs> John Woo's face off, face yeah. slash, yeah, face you slash off. Very good. So uh, the connection of these two films is, of course, that most, most people know these movies. They're like very well. Yeah, known. I feel like this is a pretty yeah pretty well. Uh, definitely films. the parent trap more so than face off. Uh, yeah, I would. Oh, well, were we gonna have our first fight? Well, hold on, kid. Because <laughs> oh, the parent trap is a remake. Like. I feel yeah. like there is among, among boomers, they'd be like, "Oh, I remember a parent trap." You'd be like, "No, <laughs> yeah, yeah, sweetie, no, the Lindsay baby, Lohan no. one. Come on, yeah." <laughs> well, they're yeah. So they're both films about the lead characters swapping identities mm-hmm. and then living as the other person for an amount of time. Yeah, did That's they come out the connection? Similar time. Ninety seven is. Face 97 off. is face off and 98 is parent. Yeah, wow. Same year. Same year that you got I know. Born. It's actually really good. Anyway, <laughs> I'm excited. I'm good to go. I think I think we should jump in. Let's should we start it. talking about our first film? Let's do it. Okay, so The Parent Trap is a 1998 film directed by Nancy Myers. So she did films like The Holiday, It's Complicated, What Women Want. Uh, It's a remake of the 1961 film of the same name, and it's about a pair of identical twins played by Lindsay Lohan and Lindsay Lohan. (laughs) Wow. Separated at birth and each raised by one of their biological parents who later discover each other for the first time at summer camp and make a devious little plan to bring their parents back together. Yeah. Very cheeky. Very cheeky. So, um, this is, I think, the like, the thing we have to open with with this film is everyone has experience with this film. Like, oh. this is a sleepover film. This You've was seen the movie this we week. always watch when we went to our cousin Emily's house. I was totally like going to say that. Like, that and Daddy Daycare. We were yeah. Like, yeah. Those are the only movies that exist. Like, yeah. we have to watch which one of the two movies yeah. are we going to watch. God, that would be a horrible episode of Twin Peaks. <laughs> <laughs> well, the connection is in both of them. <laughs> yeah. The connection is our cousin Emily. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, so I think it was interesting to watch it with a more uh, critical lens now, I guess. Mm. Something that really stuck out to me is how distinctly this isn't like a Disney Channel original movie. It like, doesn't feel like it. It has a you can real tell it's style. In yeah, yeah. It has, um, I. I like, I, I remembered it being, like, very, like, funny and stuff. And you remember little bits about it. Like, all... Like, everyone has moments in it that they remember. Mm-hmm. But what really stuck out to me this time is, like, what a gorgeous sense of style this film has. Both in the sense of, like, locations. Mm. Like, it, it just feels like a romance novel at points. Things like the cruise ship, the way that that's shot. Yeah. Like, the winery, London. And even, like, the colour palette of stuff. Like, you know the bit where the twins have... They're wearing, like... Like the, the, the dumb and dumb, yeah, the, yeah, the, yeah, like, yeah, 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 that. Like it's so sweet, and like yeah. the past, it reminded me of like, I, I don't know the style words for this. Like I'm not the person <laughs> we're talking about style, but um, like bewitched and um, I drank yeah. a genie. It has that sort know. of delicate sensibility. It, it wants like light pastels and stuff. Uh, so yeah, cute. I think that's very Nancy Myers. Though. Like all of her yeah. movies are like, oh, like Pinot Grigio. Like I live near the coast. And I just yeah. wear like yeah. linen all the yeah. time. And, like, but I, I totally forgot about it. And even like the way the camera moves early on, I find it like really charming. So that stuck out to me this time. It's like that's 
Yeah, I thought that yeah. was a really charming I think as well, if we're speaking to the filmography of Nancy Myers, it's definitely sort of that theme of hers. She loves to tap into a location. Like if we're thinking about The Parent yeah. Trap in contrast to, say, It's Complicated, which is so location-based. I don't know if you've Do seen you it. Do you like love Nancy I, Myers? I like Nancy Myers. <laughs> I'm a total sucker for these kind of movies. I think, I think that's a but, really um, good-looking film. And I actually yeah, realised that I like that aesthetic idea. I know what you, what yeah, you mean, like a, like this, a coastline Pinot Grigio. It's almost like you it. could watch this and think it was like an ad for like Napa Valley. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. It's aesthetically really yeah. pleasing. That, that gives it a really, like, yeah, a, a, a prestige feel yeah. that I, I think, forgot about. I wonder how much I picked up on that as a child being like, this is kind of like, because they talk a lot about their age in it, that it's their birthday coming up and they're becoming like teenagers. I think it is kind of like a young female, like power fantasy in some ways being yeah. like, what if like, we were in charge of our Yeah. Parents. And also what if I found yeah. this person that, like, was exactly like me and I had this, like, amazing bond with her and we yep. could, like, trick the adults and kind of, like, sneak into their, like, way of living and just be, like, the way that the adults treat the kids in it, I think. Like, I don't know, they treat them really maturely and, like, she she drinks wine and shit and, like, one of them speaks yeah. French and, like, helps out her mum with her yeah. work and stuff. It's like those books, um, like, Enid Blyton, or, like, not, not really those books, but just that sense of, like, Kind of the way you talk about how Roald Dahl and people like that, like they wrote for kids' power fantasies, yeah. like the yeah. thing of being in, like really in control and being treated like an adult, like the idea of kids tricking their parents. Yeah, yeah. no, really, I'd agree with yeah. that too. I would also say I'm not going to take this reading because I think it's a stretch, but I do think it definitely lends itself <laughs> to the idea of like being a young teenage girl and not really knowing yourself, and then you find yourself oh. in someone else. Yeah. That if mo- you the are moment, going, yeah. yeah, when they look at each other and it, they say. We're twins. Oh, my sisters. She says, what is it? Twin like, sisters. My sister. She's oh. like, Hallie. Hallie, no. no. Oh. Sisters, we're like twins. Oh, yeah. oh God. And there is something really nice about finding that one other person in the world, <laughs> especially yeah. that that age. It's just, it's very, yeah, it's this like, is a what stretch. if there was another you out there and you understood each other so completely and you could work as one unit? That's like, so exciting. Yeah. yeah. Which um, they do. They have the little, yeah. and I love, that's the thing that's most memorable for me about the film is their little transformation they pierce the ear they cut but so only one of them has to do shit the other one is like yeah. oh, the other one's like, oh. poor yeah, Annie yeah, she had to like yeah. get her ears pierced yeah, I was with say, you guys she's like I'm already Apple. punk I have to <laughs> you guys have to guide me with the kid like I cannot keep on top of which one is which oh, ever it's so, so Hallie frustrating Annie is the American <laughs> Hallie is the bratty American one with yeah which one do you guys like better I wrote, I wrote this down I was like which one do you like better so the American one can get fucked she's so annoying she's a badass I love Hallie. No. If I had to tag myself, I'd totally be a so Hallie. Annoying. No, that's a lie. I'm trying to be a Hallie, but I'm totally But annoying. the London one manages to be, like, cheeky, but still, like, yeah. really nice to everyone. Like, the American yeah. one's all great. I think the American one's more relatable, though. Like, you know the bit at the end, towards the end of the movie? This, we're going to talk about how long this body yeah, is. Yeah, we're getting into But, you know, where <laughs> she's, like, she has to reveal that she's the American one to her mum. And she's like, I'm not Annie, I'm Hallie. And she's like, I don't, I'm scared that you would hate me if I kept lying to you or whatever. Like, that, like, I feel, that almost made me cry a little bit because I'm yeah. like, oh, my gosh, like, imagine being scared your mom will reject you. Yeah, yeah. Like, I think that is more of a big deal than what Annie is going through, which is like, oh, my dad has, like, this slutty girlfriend like, <laughs> who is a oh, total God. babe. Yeah, she's sorry. the winner, Also, honestly. she is 26. <laughs> when I was watching this, I thought she was, like, when I was little, she's... I thought she was in her 40s. She is three years younger than me. Disgusting. Older. How old are you? Yeah. Like, oh my god. <laughs> um, um, yeah. But yeah, no. So can we take a step back because just 
it's a bit fucked that they just like split the oh, kids wait, up. Oh, I won't get into this. Yeah, it is actually insane. <laughs> Sorry like, to jump ahead. No, no, no. Fine. What? One. My. Yeah. It's studies show how damaging it is to separate twins. Anyway. Um, wow. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's a huge thing. Uh, maybe it'll come up later in another section of the podcast. Who knows? Um, but um, it's, I'm going to talk about that later. <laughs> um, um, so I was going to talk about this more when we compare the films, but The Parent Trap, the first 45 minutes of this film is pitch perfect. Like, to me, it does yep. the wonderful thing of it is so funny. Like, it's genuinely really witty and cheeky and stuff. Like but adults then could watch it. Adults could so, watch it. Sorry, it. just for but, listeners, what have we... Where are we in 45 yeah, minutes? Yeah, so by 45 minutes, I mean, like, all the summer camp stuff up and then up until just after the kids have met the parent that they've never met. Yeah, so, like, okay. because that's... So, as well as being really funny, it also has the beautiful... It, it has the emotional beats that, again, if the Disney Channel original movie version of this, which is Princess Protection Program. Um, <laughs> we don't know this movie. <laughs> don't worry. Just throw it out. No, 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 don't worry. You know. Uh, <laughs> the you know. You know the classic. Demi Lovato. Um, <laughs> that version of this film wouldn't take the time for those beats. To me, the bit that I, like, nearly cried at is... Aww. The, whichever one goes to London. Which Hallie goes to London. When Hallie goes to London, her mum's in bed. Oh, my and God. She, oh, she's touching all the things she's, touching And she's, working, she's touch, the and like, what a gorgeous moment. Like, and, yeah. You're running your hands across your mum's and you're like, oh, this is her jewellery. Yeah. This is her perfume. It's beautiful. Yeah. Just never having a mother. And it's never having a mother. And then seeing all these lived-in items and being like, this yeah, is Yeah, like, this is a life. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, those little moments that the next... 12 oh. hours of the film. <laughs> Miss. Oh, Miss. God. See, I I think I think of this film in terms of, like, locations. I think because you tie... <laughs> this is so... Like, yeah, I no, do. Okay. You tie Annie is London, Hallie is Napa. So you're thinking of it in terms of, like, there's camp, there's the switch, and there's the reunion. And that hotel bit that feels like it goes for, like, an hour. And it, it's it a good bit, but that's, really, me, that's but when it starts to get long because it's actually... I think it's a good idea to be, like, when you have a swapping identity thing, you do have to have, like, a vaudeville bit. Yeah. But it just goes for so... Like, I like the idea of that whole hotel bit where it's, like... Essentially, it's a bit where, you know, one of them will walk into the room and then the dad will be like, I just saw you. And, like, uh, it's, yeah. like, that all that business. I'm like, you need to do that. But it goes for mm. so long. They have that um, song playing for, like, <laughs> ten minutes over the top. Like, yeah, no lie. Like, just yeah. as a montage like, bridging song. But this is a second watch thought. I don't think you're watching this on your first watching The Parent Trap. You're not watching it. When I was thinking, seven? Like, no. <laughs> <laughs> no but even if it was my first time watching it now, I don't think I would think, like, this has gone for a while. Well, I don't know. I think it's my just when you know watching this was... You think about the parent trap in bits. You think about, oh, remember when the lizard goes in her mouth? Yeah. Oh, remember when they put her on the thing? When you watch it, when they put her on, like, the air mattress thing in the middle of the river, when you watch it as a whole, you're like, I remember only those bits. I don't remember any of the stuff around it, which yeah. just mm-hmm. is a t- like, feel really goes to show how, like, how much this drags because you're always just, like, waiting for the next recognisable bit. Like you know, I completely forget that they go on a date on the on the boat before. Don't you remember when she's like sail away to yesteryear? <laughs> <laughs> I think I only remember because they had really. Can we talk really about the green outfit? Yeah, we have to talk yeah, about. We have to talk about oh Lindsay. <laughs> we have to talk about Lindsay. Yeah, yeah. let's discuss Lindsay. Like, let's get into Terrific. her. I yeah. love yeah. Lindsay. So impressive. I love her. This. And Freaky Friday. Obviously, oh. they're the two. Oh, Mean Girls 2. I too. demand they, a Freaky Friday episode. I promise that will happen. 
I we promise. should have done Parent Trap and Freaking Friday. No, I think we'll do really similar do we want to give it a No, I think we, I think we have a Yeah, we're probably going to do... I think we should pair it with a horror Freaky film. Friday and Halloween. And Halloween. Because right? Jamie... Ooh, I'd like okay. that, wouldn't I? Um, um, people won't know what that means. I really like that movie. Anyway. I have yeah, this fan theory. Okay, if you're ready. Come I reckon. <laughs> so, after filming The Parent Trap, Lindsay Lohan's, like, British twin... She, like, goes into hiding because Disney is like, we can't have it come out that Lindsay Lohan is actually two actresses. But then at some point, the real Lindsay, the American Lindsay that we know, dies in Herbie Fully Loaded or something. Like, she, the real person dies. And they're like, fuck, we need to get the backup Lindsay. And that's why Lindsay is, like, off the rails now because she's like, who am I? (laughs) And you know how she has, like, a weird accent now? She got actually parent-trapped, kind of. Yeah. Like, she swapped identities. Now when... She she like claims to have like this different accent, this weird European accent. It's because she is British and she's no. been forced to do an American Surely accent for like don't. twenty years. That is incredible. And now she's on the Masked Singer Australia. She's like, I don't know who I am. Am I Andy? Am I <laughs> she's taking, I she's love getting that easy video. all upset because she's taking smoke <laughs> breaks all the time. <laughs> I love Lindsay. Yeah. And yeah. I love her stupid, silly little like, European accent that she's pulling. It's I pretty love pretty impressive. The green screen effects until the scenes where they're outside a lot as well. Like the the it's not as effective when they go camping, but I don't know if I the first noticed. half of the movie, oh, it's so impressive. No, like you never are thrown out, taken out of the. It's scene. a great special effect. Yeah, How old really was impressive. she when this was made? It was her first movie, right? Yeah, oh I my think so. god. Crazy. That's she was amazing. like a child model and stuff, though. Yeah, as well. Yeah. She's in, oh, it's such a charismatic performance. But as well, this movie doesn't work, obviously without her. But like without that likability, you like Hallie Slash Andy, and yeah, then I was being a bit harsh before you. You, you, you root you, for them. Yeah, I like I like one of them all. The and it doesn't work without them. I think doesn't. the same thing about Dennis Quaid. I find very unappealing, just <gasps> generally. When we watching it, Mum was like, "Oh, he's such a spunk or something." Mum. <laughs> well, we watched it together. I think. Yeah, we did. I don't know what it is. I think I just don't She's like Dennis Quaid. Cool. And the mum. She's isn't that Lee Neeson's? But yeah, yeah Natasha, Natasha Richardson, Richardson, and I She's love her, cool. and I love her mother, Vanessa. Yeah. Yeah. And I love like, everyone I in this well. film. I love. I also love like first the, name basis. Me, the Van, waiters. Vanny, whatever. Vanessa. Like the waiters. Chessie. The butler. Yeah, they're so Martin. cute. I love them all. Yeah. This. It's a real. It's. It's a. A strong perform, strong mm. performances all around. It's that, a good, it's a good film, and it just drags. Also, <laughs> do you think Chessie and Martin, like they both had really gay energies? Oh, like, of course, of he course. seems really gay, and she seems like classic. Really, thing of, like, yeah, one of chill, them should have like, been the other butchy kind of sister. Yeah. Yeah. They end up together. One of them like, should have huh. been the other gender, and then they should have just had a gay romance. Like they weren't ready in '98. Yeah, in Disney, they, they, they even now were like, dare we mention a gay person? Like they would not laugh at. Yep. Yeah. Stunning. Very good. Well, that is the parent trap. Is that it? That's the parent trap. <laughs> the trap. <laughs> Face slash off is an action film <laughs> directed <laughs> by John Woo. Uh, it came out in 97, and it uh, it follows a rugged, no-nonsense FBI agent called oh, Sean... I laugh at the names in this movie, yeah. called Sean Archer, as he undergoes facial... Tra- <laughs> <laughs> Come on, get through it. As he undergoes facial transplant surgery and assumes the identity and physical appearance of madman... Caster Troy in order to foil his terrorist plot. 
but the plan turns from bad to worse when the same terrorist impersonates the FBI agent. Wow, that sounds like an action-packed time at the movies. Yeah. Wowzers. So, um... This is John Woo's third American film. So he's made Hard Boiled in Hong Kong, which is like his masterpiece. Mm, yeah. And then his two films before, uh, his two American films before Face Off were very mixed because the studios didn't let him do his distinctive style, which is what I'm sure we're going to talk a lot about. So mm. I think the really exciting thing about this film is it has that awesome thing of where you see a movie where you've given a director a big old budget and full creative control because this is a batshit insane film. This movie, I, I just want to flag Here we go. my perspective. <laughs> yeah, I think we should. I cannot believe that I've been forced to talk about this goddamn movie. It's so good. I don't did hate you, did it. Have any, okay, I just good. don't know what I'm supposed to think about it because I feel exactly, like... Exactly, exactly. So, like sometimes, like I hate, I don't think about this like... Not in like a, I don't want to like judge the movie based just on this, but I just can't help but be like, you really thought that this was worth as much money as you spent on it when like it could have been used for like a lot. You more. could have spent like this, you could have spent it, this in more much money, throw more money at way. it. You could have oh. made like three tight, really gritty movies, but instead you made one insane <laughs> like opera. Yeah. You also yeah. could have like saved a small country from poverty, but whatever. No, I just think you said it, about any movie. But yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is true. But I just cannot believe. Like, I love the idea of someone just going ham on a movie until I'm forced to watch it and discuss it. No, no. no. Do you get tr- joy from it? Exactly. I get joy from it, but not in the way that I'm supposed to. I can't help but watch it and be like, you did not want me to have this reaction. Like, Aww. this was not the intention. I, I Especially think... with the performances. I'm like, oh. what did you think? How did you think I would respond to you manically laughing like oh, that, Nicholas Cage? What do you mean? Okay. Delighted. <laughs> I don't think he wanted that. I think he wanted you to feel like Let's break down upset. the performances. So we have Nicholas Cage and John Travolta. I have... Big old opinions on this one. All okay, right, go in. Nicholas Cage is terrific in this film. Nicholas Cage in both in roles? both roles. Nicholas Cage is terrific because he is he does his manic thing. He does his like essentially he looks at the page, finds the weirdest possible offer he could make that still serves the page mm. and does it. But while doing that, he still is a really open presence in a scene. Like, you still see him Mm. using the people around him. Mm. And I still go, this is all rooted in ability. Like, Mm. this is rooted in, like, a technique. You aren't just, like, being weird and charismatic. Mm. Which is why John Travolta... It's a choice. Which is why John Travolta is horrible in this film. This is a horrible, Uh, horrible I think he's better as the bad guy. He's better as Caster In the context of the film, how heightened the movie is. But I think if it was any other director and coming from any kind of discipline other than those super bombastic Chinese, like, nutty thrillers with, like, super operatic action and stuff, yeah, you wouldn't... I would be more offended by Travolta. But as is, I'm like... Yeah, you just kind of can't wait until he's playing the bad guy because yeah, that's a good exactly. guy. You're like, yeah. it makes, fuck you. It like, makes so them, again, it's a movie where when things are bad, it makes them all fun. But yeah. when he, yeah, when he is the good guy, it's like, and his good, wife is like, I love so much. He's such a good I'm guy. Like, in like, what like, universe would anyone want to marry this man? He's yeah. so boring. But also, mm. just like you look at John Travolta being like, oh, everyone, get out of my way! Everyone, I'm in charge, and you're like, way. you 
literally might as well have a blindfold on. Like, oh. everyone else in this scene, the you are not looking at you, you're not talking to anyone, you aren't doing anything. Scientology is, like, controlling him and hiding that he's gay from the world. But that's exactly what it is. It made me look back at all of his career and go... Oh, you don't. Was this none, you of, or none, was of, it the movie? none of this is rooted in <laughs> technique. You're just a naturally mm. like weird guy, and you've channeled that into a film energy. career. And he's channeled it, channeled it into roles that haven't necessarily me- needed, like required that level of acting. Yeah. That Nicola, like yeah. Greece, which would be arguably one of his biggest performances. That. And well, we talked a little bit about this, Eliza. And Eliza theater. pointed out that like he, like he, like things like blow out. He's those are pretty like well respected performances. But is he ever yeah. likable? I don't think so. Like yeah. it's no. like there is this weird detachment from him that I don't think I can ever watch him be like, yeah, I know what you mean, John. Whereas somehow Nicolas Cage, even while he's being absolutely nutty, he can evoke something in you, and you're like, yes, yeah. I know what that's like to it's, be. <laughs> yeah, and it's not yeah. to say that I don't like John Travolta in any role, but I do think that the roles that I remember him for. Now that I think about it, they're just like they're good movies, like Pulp Fiction. It's a good movie. Pretty yeah, good. and again, I go. You're just channeling, but that's not you. you. That's just like you're just ch- you're, you're just channeling a weird, like you're you're not doing anything based on the page. You're just being weird. It's not necessarily He's just doing his thing. Good. Yeah. Yeah, I think. I yeah, it sort of sums it all up for me when he comes in. He thinks he's in the very beginning. He thinks he's got cast of Troy. He comes in and everyone's like slow clapping. And he's like, <laughs> "That's enough. What about all those like, What about the people that died? And they're the most like actually. He's like, "They're trying to be nice." Yeah, I was just like, "What about Bolton? What about McCreerson and shit?" Yeah, all those dumb names. Fuck you! Like they're trying to be nice. Yeah, but that's the character. Yeah. Um. But again, this all serves a film that has the weirdest sense of humor. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd actually like to refer us just to kick off this conversation. This is just an example of we we have an audio clip. This is an example of this film having moments where you're like, do you want me to be laughing at this? Uh, the old joke of like how weird it is, how funny it is when movies name drop the title of the movie. Mm-hmm. This is an actual that. scene from this film. Um, and if you have a beverage with you, take a drink every time someone <laughs> says the words face off. I'd like to take his, his face off. His face. Face. His face off. Face. Yes. Oh, it's coming off. His face. 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 His face off. His face off. His face. His face off. His face. Face. His face. Face. His face. Little boy. Wee wee wee. His face. His face. His face. Face. His face. His face. His face. Little boy. Wee wee wee. Now, because this is a strictly um, audio medium that we've used here for this podcast, yes. what you are missing in that clip is the fact that every single time they say face off, they do a little gesture it's to like the face. like a balletic gesture. And then they sort of <gasps> release oh, it totally into the air. I totally forgot we have to talk about the... The, oh, face, they, like, the face thing. Yeah. So throughout the movie, there's this bizarre theme. That the Archer have. family face. There's the Archer family, the FBI agent and his family. <clears throat> they touch each other's faces in like an affectionate gesture. Like just an open palm, like open grazing. Palm really face, gentle graze of the face. face. But After over the nose. Like a grazing it's not over the cheek, like it's not one-sided, it's over the face. What? 
Every time it happens, it's... the person that gets it is like, oh, that's so nice. And you're like, oh my God, <laughs> if someone did that to me. Uh, it's clearly <laughs> like, I think it's pretty obvious that the screenwriter or someone on set was like, we oh, need him to John like hug his son or do something, but it needs to be face related so that it's like so sad when his face gets taken off because he can't he do can't the face do the thing. thing. Yeah. And you're like, but that's I, just not a thing. Humans. It's, a, it's the kind of decision that makes this wonderful piece of cinema exactly what it is. Could it have been made today, this movie? This movie. Oh, wow. Oh, I, I, don't, think, I don't know that it could. Like, there are really good action movies out today. Like, the, the you know, the prime example of, like, an action movie everyone loves today is, like, the John Wick the series. John Wick series. The John Wick yeah. And people are like, that's so crazy and bombastic. But that is so restrained compared to this. I just think and, we like, do. Well, the precise. tone is completely yeah. really different. This yeah. movie is making choices that are completely inexplicable. Like, I'm sorry, why does he say... My face is itchy. And instead of scratching it himself, he tries to scratch it against a wall. And then his colleague, <laughs> another FBI agent, so touches his face for him. So make, imagine you're walking down the street and someone <laughs> rubs their face in, and you'd be like, that was fucking weird. <laughs> that was weird. But that was the best part of my day. That's what face-off is. It's the just people doing that. Moments. It's just those yeah. moments. It's okay. so exciting. Does the action work for us? I, I think... I think it's, Completely. By the end, I felt myself getting a little bit tired of it, honestly. Well, yeah, just when like, they were in the boat. I, was like, I forget that John Woo films stretch. really are just like the set pieces are all shootouts. Like I forgot that yeah. there really isn't actually much variety in that sense. But I, like they're wonderfully filmed and stuff. Like yes. I think it's really exciting. And it's not, you know, we haven't yet hit the born identity like quick cutting yep. thing. Yep. Not that John Woo would ever adhere to that. But mm. in terms of its choreography, I'm very impressed. Like I'm yeah. impressed that we're. We're going as hard as Jeez, we are. Jeez, Meg, stop loving Face Off so much. Oh, I can't wait. Best film and like all the time. opening, the opening scene with like the runway going out the, heli- the helicopter, the plane, and like <laughs> oh, ending with good. Nicolas yeah, yeah. Cage getting sucked back into that like wire thing. That was great. That was like wire work that I don't oh, think any yeah. movie. So you're talking about the beginning bit. The beginning where Cast Destroy first gets, like, knocked out. Well, can I just say, sorry, my heart goes out to the woman who plays the air hostess. The one who sucks And Nicolas Cage says something about a peach. And then he says, actually... peach for days. Yeah, he says that and then he says, like, do you want to suck my tongue? No, he's like, not only does... What does he say? He's like, if I... Offered to let you suck my tongue, would you? Would you? <laughs> Instead of even giving her the dignity of a line, she goes to suck his like, tongue, oh. and then within the minute, he throws her out the airplane. Yeah, he's and we done get with close it. Up yeah, we get the shot of the car going over her. Yeah. I forgot about that. Uh, oh, I, my heart goes out to anyone that gets licked in this movie because it happens a lot. Um, yeah, a lot. People get There's lots in of licking. Face, the daughter. God. Oh, the daughter. Anyway. Stunning. Well, I think it's time to start looking at these two films. Face, face to face. Oh, I see. I see. I see how it is. Okay, so this is... This is the crux of the show. This is, uh, this is the Battle Royale. This is where we compare the picks. Hey, that was pretty good. Compare the, compare the picks. We're going to compare the twin same picks. Same. So, <laughs> yeah. so um, again, the whole point here is we're going to talk about what they do well in comparison to each other, what one does better, what one does worse, and ultimately, which movie does what it sets out to do better. So I think we should probably start by saying, what do we think these movies are both trying to do? Okay, I guess The Parent Trap, it does feel like it's trying to make like a family movie that 
is equally for parents and kids. A whole family film. I yeah, totally a true agree. family and film. And no other kids movie would have this many scenes of the parents talking, being like, oh, was this the wine we drank at our wedding? And stuff like that. Like, <laughs> kids don't give a fuck about that. So clearly this movie has, like, yeah, like we've talked about, classier aspirations. Yeah. And I think it meets them. Like, I, yeah. I agree. I think in terms of, yeah, its mission... I would say it would be that to appeal to the whole family kind of thing. Yeah. Um, but also that sort of timeless coming of age sensibility that it that it goes yeah. for, I think it accomplishes fairly well. In terms of its pace, it sort of trips and stumbles a little bit, but Again, when it gets to the camping trip. When it gets to the camping trip, like, like, the okay, camping trip has This I, is fun and I'm gonna remember it, exactly. but this was not it feels really tough. Yeah. Again, um, for me, it's really the first, like, third of this film wins this easily. For, to me, the first third of this film is exactly what this film is trying to do. Yep. And then the it pacing... Is like a, you can it feel it's like a real star is you, born thing as well, being like, whoa, this girl can play oh my God, yeah, two different like, characters. She's so cute and charming. Yeah. Like. And it, it's actually so impressive for, like, a child performance like that to never really break, where, where she's playing two different people, you really don't think about it for another second. Like, yeah, you're never like, yeah. Once they introduce- oh, I can feel that, you know? And it's also, like, at that time, like, how old were the Olsen twins then? Uh, they you know? been like, a, I feel like a what a precise older, choice. A little bit older. What a precise choice for them to be like, we're not going to find twins. We're, we're going to find, find one really talented young and girl. I would yeah. also just, as an aside to that, sort of speak to the whole idea, like, this is obviously emerging technology at this time. This whole CGI is kind of, like, a new thing, pioneering the technology or whatever. And in a lot tackier ways other films have marketed themselves and benefited from that as like a technical accomplishment like my main gripe would be avatar um i think the you don't merit think of that the twin thing in a gimmicky way stunning but that's what it you is that's right answer right yeah um this movie isn't like that this movie didn't need to market itself as the cgi piece because it doesn't feel predominantly like that and especially the fact that it came out in 1998 when this that's technology, right, that whole element of it is quite like and impressively understated. Yeah, I think that's a very a very classy accomplishment, and yeah. it's sort of that's not what they were trying to do. They were trying to make this family piece. You know what's but... even more impressive than that, though, Meg? Mm. Doing facial <laughs> transplant <laughs> surgery. But I think as well, if you're saying like this movie prioritizes character so much, and like you know, it chooses to emphasise its characters and their story so much more than the gimmick of the, you know, green screen, extra low hand or whatever. I think it can also be lazy in its character storytelling too, like mm. in how it lets the adults get away with separating <sighs> the kids. Which Good it God, just like, like that is evil. It sounds like they basically were in a domestic abuse situation. Well, yeah. <laughs> At some point, what do you say? It's so weird how it's such a casual day. story. We, our mother is a lawyer. Yeah. And we asked her, we were yeah, like... Yeah, we were like, what's the situation? How often would this happen? Yeah. Is this at all valid? Never. And, and she, she was, was basically like, like, if the parents were volatile enough to be like, we cannot live together because one of us will hit the other one with a hairdryer and, like, they hate each other that much, they never want to see each other <laughs> again, is either one capable of being a parent? Yeah. Like, they should just be with one of them or the whole yeah. situation would be assessed, not like, yeah. yep, just informally, with seemingly no legal agreement, like, split them up. Yeah. Well, even though, like, just in terms of mum's practicing as a family lawyer she would always say like she this is literally something she does say even like when, do everything like, to not Hitler separate your children would get time to visit his kids so in 
she said that before to clients. Like, there's just no such thing as being completely in terms of like a custody arrangement. Mm. This is so unfeasible. You know what? We're gonna have people. Not that we we'll have like that wide of an audience. That's oh my God, like, imagine oh, this is me. <laughs> How dare someone's you? like, um, <laughs> but yeah, I separated. It's, like, it's working it really well for our family. So. <laughs> but at the same time, I just I'm just not bothered enough to want to think about it. Like, I'm so pleased with what the movie tries to do and how it does it mm. that I'm not. I'm not stumped by those yeah. problems. I think uh, the parents just come together too easily and it skims over the interesting issue of like, just imagine if this movie had been that the parents don't get together at the end and yeah. the girls are instead like, wow, the important thing is that we found each other and our parents are fuckheads and like they can do whatever they want. Like we love them individually, but they made their decision and like that shouldn't have to yeah. affect yeah. Like that would be more involved more of them well, that up, would rather than the, the, the crazy like, coincidental fantasy of your parents like after spending a week together like oh yeah we do love each other and I would also say it might be a missed opportunity like obviously a lot of kids that age especially have like separated parents divorced parents and that's a really lonely thing to go through I'm sure so maybe that was a missed opportunity they could have spoken to that and really been more like a mental or more for young children yeah I I guess what happens in the old one yeah, I, yeah, I haven't I, seen I it. Thought we should I don't watch know. It. I, I guess, I guess, in I comparing these two films, I go the the um like plot requirements of the Parent Trap. There's so many more moving parts. There's so many more, yeah, like little elements to that that it doesn't nail that makes the pacing so affected. Whereas Face Off tells a way tighter story, as silly as it is. You stay with it the whole way like yeah. you it's really stay with it the whole way just bumping up against each other for like and it's yeah, a time and it tells that story really cleanly so what have we agreed that face off is trying to do though yeah exactly let's move to face off so incredibly face-off, high concept story high concept entertaining in every bananas sense performances bananas performances uh like hell i think that, I, I think an important thing to point out that we haven't is that originally before john Wu was attached this script was sylvester stallone and arnold schwarzenegger <laughs> which I think it's such a testament to the fact that John Woo's clearly well. come in and gone, no. I don't want to make that film. I want to make the film with this weird humour. And that mm, wouldn't, yeah. it wouldn't have been that. And no one else could get at it. Like exactly. Nicholas. So I think, mm. I think in comparing them, both films have really engaging performances in very different ways. Mm. I think they both have a really clean style, a really distinctive mm. visual style, even like palette wise, I mm. think. Um, I, I would think Parent Trap edges out in that way, but still John Woo's... Wait, Parent Trap has more distinctive visuals than Face Off. Oh, I mean, like, visually, like, I find it a prettier film to look at. What? I agree. I really? find it more aesthetically pleasing. You think Face Off's more... It indulges, like... I think it's. I think Face Off's a bit grainy at times. And, like, the I way that whole Face boat is... stuff is shot is, like... The boat stuff? Wait, at the end, like... Yeah, like, uh, just, like, cinematography-wise. Yeah. Like, to me, like... It... I don't think so. I think it's really inventive. Like, the prison's really, like, nutty, and it's, like, that crazy oh, yeah, Apple yeah. ad. That's pretty 1984 yeah. ad. Mm. Yeah. It has its moments. Again, I found... I That was something that surprised me watching Parent Trap this time that I didn't expect. Right. But I enjoy almost every element of Face Off more than I do Parent mm. Trap. And I think, even though that isn't the point of the show, I do think that Face Off is trying to be... Is trying to keep the audience with it the whole time to tell a high octane, like crazy, hilarious, weird story, and mm-hmm. it does that. Mm-hmm. And I think the Parent Trap kids would not off. I think they'd get distracted mm-hmm. until the next funny thing happens after the first hour or whatever. I think they'd get off board. Yeah. So, so I'm going to say my vote 
for this twin pick is Face Off. Uh, yeah, I'm going to say the same. Like, it is more the more ambitious movie. And the fact that it can have so many, like, little Nicolas Cage movies, little moments that I love. Like, I absolutely... I always think about when he's in the prison and he has to, like, get into, like, cast a Troy drag and pretend to be oh, this, so like, good. evil jerk. And he's like, well, I guess i got to beat up this guy if I want to look evil. And then everyone's, like, applauding him and he's like, yeah, I'm cast for Troy. I'm cast for Troy. And he's, like, and he's, like crying, crying. And being clapped and stuff. Like, he's like, I don't he goes through like twenty experiments. <laughs> yeah, it's amazing. Like he's like the fact that the movie can have those moments, and you keep watching and you are still tuned into the emotional storytelling yeah. and the basic action storyline of it. That it can float such ridiculous, like yeah, sections like that. I think is so impressive. Yeah. And there's not many other movies like that. Well, Meg, it doesn't really matter what you have to say, but let's Whoa. hear it anyway. <laughs> I think quite predictably I don't agree. <laughs> I think that my disagreement would have to be coming from the perspective that I think this movie is spectacle for spectacle's sake. Right. Um, I was going to say, so it's not just a style thing, like that you would prefer a family comedy to an action yeah, film? Yeah, it, it's it not just that. I definitely just in general would enjoy a family movie over an action movie. Action movies I find hard to watch. Because I just think, like, what is of substance? Like, what are we trying to say? Oh, um, and you think the talk, dead yeah. son thing in Face Off is just kind of corny? I think that is, yeah. The way it's well, done. The way it's that opening is, is like that's so <gasps> Yeah, yeah. There's too much to talk about. In yeah, face this off. is another link between both the movies. Shitty parenting. Like Shitty parenting. the way oh, that they God, at the, the end are just like, parenting. hey, we found this little orphan boy. He's about the same height as my dead son. Worked out pretty well that the mum died. We can have him now. Like, it's so like, oh, that worked out pretty good. We can adopt uh, him. I just, I, yeah, I can't get past that thing of watching the movie and just thinking, like, you just, you know, included that explosion because you had the money to spend on it and you thought it'd be cool. And I didn't, I don't like that. Disrespect. I'm sorry. I have it to say. Like it sounds like it's escapism versus, like, the relatable factor of. Yeah. It yeah. might just be, I just can't. And that. Probably is a big part of it. Not escapism that s- or escapism? Pardon? Do you say escapism? Escapism. Esca- escapism. Es- what? Escapism. No, it's escapism. It's I think escapism. I said escapism. escapism. See, no. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I'm going to, I'm predictably going to say um, yeah. The Parent Trap. I'm just saying that on more just speaking to the fact that it does feel timeless, I would still, you know, say to my friend, oh my God. Like, let's watch the parent trap. Let's watch this or remember this and they would remember watching it. And you know it, you remember it, and you remember it because it just, like, taps into that little bit of you that's, like, oh, like, being that age and having that other person. Mm. It's memorable. It has yes. those moments that you want to remember and that you do. And whilst it does have its pitfalls in the valleys of the of the structure of it, you don't think those pitfalls are just big think enough to big make enough. it that the film doesn't still do what it's trying to do? Exactly. And I and I also would not agree that I think a kid would not off because I never did. I always watched yeah, it all the Yeah, but the, the kids now remember. with their vines and their, <laughs> their, and their little TikToks. It's now yeah. time to promote my TikToks. Yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Finally. Well. Okay, so, yeah, uh, one of the best parts about having a podcast with three people is we don't need any tiebreakers because there'll so, always hey, be a decision. The and this trap. week... Is getting deleted from history. <laughs> yeah. No one will ever be able to. Lindsay Lohan is going to get Infinity War snapped. <laughs> oh, fade no. into dust. Um, so, yeah, big congrats to 
Face Off Yay. and John Woo and John Travolta and Nicolas Cage because they definitely need our Especially support. Especially Nicolas Cage. Yeah, uh, yeah truly. He's such a good boy. <laughs> yeah, MVP. <laughs> so now we get to uh, a fun little part of the show called Triplet in the Attic. So, Triplet in the Attic, yes, this is the part of the show where we have to pick a deformed, rejected little third piece of media. It could be a a song, a movie, a board game, a recipe, a drink, anything in the world, whatever you think, um, that we think acts as kind of a, a thematic triplet to this episode's Twin Picks. So something you would add to this experience to enhance it. Like if you want to have an evening, a twin. If you wanted to have an evening, a twin picks evening. If you want to go home tonight and be like, those three siblings told me I should watch The Parent Trap and Face Off. What are we saying you should add to that experience? You should kill yourself. (laughs) (laughs) You're following her advice. Oh my God. Okay, Meg, kick it off. What's your triplet in the attic for this week? Oh, okay. I think mine's a little bit boring this week. That's okay. Because it was the first week. It's our first week. (laughs) You should have had last week. Um, I picked this one because it stood out to me immediately. I had a couple other ideas, but I just thought this is cute and fun. And also, this is kind of my party trick. I know the, the handshake from the parent trap. Oh, that's oh. awesome. So you should learn really? the parent trap so handshake. That's such it's a thing fun. to be able to do. Yeah. And she always wanted to learn how to do it. It's the one that she has with the butler. And I just think it's a fun one. It's not too hard. They're learning it on the pier. It's so sweet. Yeah. That's a it's Oh, I love the start of that bit. So, yeah, that would be my triplet in the attic. Who do you do the dance with? With my friend Em. Okay, yeah. Who, mum says, sounds like Lindsay Lohan because she has, like, kind of a Raspy, yeah. Hi. Great, that's a really good triple in the attic. Wait, so when should people do the handshake? Should they do it after, after watching it or before you start? While you're watching, if you have a friend board, <laughs> <laughs> you should watch you it with else. your twin, your twin of choice. Yeah, this is a good double feature to watch with the twin. With the twin, I think. and then wow, learn I the dance. So, yeah. exactly. so that's my triple in the attic. Mm. Eliza. My uh, my one's a shameless plug. I don't have anything to plug in my life, so this is the only time I can do it. But I made this video essay like last year. Oh, yeah, totally. That's all. It's all like about movies where there's two women who look identical or are played by the same woman, and the Parent Trap was in it, and it's on YouTube. I might link to it in the yeah. Show link, notes. We'll, we'll link to it in the show notes. But yeah, it's just like comparing tons of different movies, like Vertigo. The double life of Veronique and stuff. And for some reason, like, all of these movies with two women, like, a lot of them are, like, lesbian love movies, yeah, which like I find so interesting. Lesbian thing. Yeah. And there's Isabella Gianni from Possession, which is, like, one of the best. Her, like, Sorry. crazy subway scene is, like, one of my favourite, like, minutes oh, yeah. of film. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So. Fab choice. That's just, just amazing. Just watch that. that it's so sad that that's just amazing now, though. Like... <laughs> Yeah, it's, like putting yeah, it in like a random discourse. Yeah, you put it in random discourse and stuff. Yeah. I don't mind, I'm happy for it to be in there. <laughs> yeah. uh, so my triple in the attic for this week, I was thinking about how this actually, sometimes our twin picks, I reckon back-to-back, like wouldn't be that fun to watch. This week I actually think this is a fun double feature because you go from a family comedy to an action film, but they're both still quite like accessible. Mm-hmm. I feel like you can kind of jump in and it kind of takes you all the way to the end. Neither of them are very slow paced, even though one of them isn't paced very well. Um, so I was like, what's something good to put in between them? That a palate maybe... cleanser. Yeah, kind of a palate cleanser. So I was like, you've got a family film, you've got 
a an, an action film, mm. and I've picked a documentary. I think the film Three Identical Strangers oh, yeah, good is a good pick for this week. And also, you will have just finished Parent Trap. You will have been like, it doesn't feel very okay what they did separating those children. Then Three Identical yeah. Strangers is all about, it's an incredible true story. I won't give too much away. But um, it's about these, um, like these, these men that found out that they had all been separated because uh, they were all adopted and they're all like triplets. Yeah. Um, so an actual triplet film for my triplet in the attic. Oh, wow. And yeah. it and goes a bit dark because it goes yeah. about how dangerous it is to separate twins. It also speaks how... to like class distinctions. They're totally. each raised in different Nature versus nurture. Yeah, totally. It's interesting. It's a good watch. Yeah. Good um, choice. Thank you. Yeah, so I thought that'd be a fun watch. It probably is uh, a bit too padded out to reach feature length. I kind of feel that a bit. You wish it film. was like an hour long. HBO yeah, well, like I prefer something. a film, but I do go. There's t- essentially there's a big kind of thing that you feel you're like waiting for them to say that's happened. Uh, like it's pretty obvious a big plot point that's about so to happen, like and for thirty minutes you're like, "Come on, like we know mm. already." Um, but yeah, I think I think it's, and then it also make you a bit. It ends on a bit of a sad note, and that'll lead you into the tragic tale of Castor Troy and Sean Archer. <laughs> I'm guessing we're growing. I also love. Sorry, I can't stop. I love. I love when he's strangling John Travolta. Oh, he's like, die! It's like a question mark. He's like, would you please die? So good. I love it. So good. Wow. Great. Well, a big yeah. That wraps it up for our very first episode. A big congratulations to Face Off for being the very first winner of our Twin Picks. Yes. And uh, thanks so much for listening, everyone. Uh, if you had a good time, make sure you subscribe so you don't miss out on any new episodes. They'll all be coming in soon. And please leave us a review on whatever platform you're listening from. It really helps spread the word about our little family show. Feel free to shoot us an email at twinpickspodcast at gmail.com with your feedback, suggestions, questions, hate mail, really, whatever, yeah, whatever you feel to like. Noah. Yeah, straight to me. <laughs> I'll let it go to my head. And yeah. thanks to our sound engineer, Anthony. Yes. Yeah, indeed. Big thanks. We have an awesome sound engineer here who's also the composer of all the awesome music and transitions you've oh, heard this episode. Beautiful. Pretty cool. Probably the only part of the episode that is enjoyable to listen to. Yeah. <laughs> and Definitely. we should shout out our yeah. podcast artist, the person who's made our beautiful cover work, who's Cyber Toaster. You can find them on Twitter and DeviantArt. I hope Stunning. they're okay yes. with me. Plugging <laughs> them. Yeah. And Eliza, also, do you want to talk about... Yeah, if you've enjoyed listening to this episode and you want to hear more young people like pretending they know things about movies, um, <laughs> a lot of my writing is up on the website Rough Cut, but in general it's Rough Cut is a film criticism website that I helped found along with a bunch of other really, really talented um, young Australian writers and they've got terrific interviews, features, reviews up on there. So I highly recommend yeah, it. Not my things, but... That's awesome. Definitely a place to check out. And please follow me on TikTok. (laughs) (laughs) I think we're done. (laughs) That's it for this week. Twinning. We'll work on that. (laughs) Are we having like a thing that you say at the end? Yeah, Yeah, twin twin time. (laughs) Twin. Twin. Twin Twin. 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 Twin.